Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 240, recorded live on Saturday, January 21st, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who is queuing in line at a bank, Dave Play. Hey. And the man who was able to sit around for an hour, shower, eat breakfast, post some topics, and play a half of football in NCAA 09. Five-minute quarters. Andy Lowe, hi. All in the time that I was queued at the bank. Yep. Yeah. 12.30, he said. One o'clock. 12.30, okay. And what time is it now? Uh, Almost two. What the bank? Like, I got at the bank, and they're like, okay, well, do you have an appointment? I said, I have to have an appointment at the bank? You have to have an appointment at the bank? Right. Is this the UW Credit Union? This is the UW Credit Union. They are open Saturday morning, which evidently is the time everyone goes to the UW Credit Union. My bank's open on Saturdays. Yeah, well, my bank will be once it's my bank. I was unable to get what I wanted out of going to the bank. So what's kind of funny is the fact that you had to switch banks, I'm guessing because you were with the other credit union. I haven't had to switch. I'm still with the other credit union. Oh. I still have a UMCU account. So you're adding a second account? <clears throat> well, it would be nice to be able to cash checks. I can cash checks. Yeah. At many locations across the United States. Okay. Including Seattle. Cool. Why would you ever need to cash a check in Seattle? I don't know, but I can. Okay. I'm just saying everybody's always been like, oh, credit unions, credit unions, and I'm... I don't get charged to use an ATM. Okay, we don't get charged to use ATMs either. It's Even if it's not your bank? Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> you want to try again? When they make money, I get paid dividends. Okay, I don't have that. Yeah. <clears throat> but like I said, you know, I could cash checks multiple locations. Okay. I don't have to make an appointment. Right. Well, I, normally I would not have to make an appointment either. They were very busy today. I see. I made an appointment for next week to guarantee that I have a spot. Gotcha. By the way, we might be recording a little later next week. <laughs> That's fine. I, the person uh, turns out Kate has found a female doppelganger for, of me. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, she likes pickles. She's very mechanically inclined. She actually owns a 1950s pinball machine that she's restoring. Cool. Likes video games. Uh, and I, so Kate is hanging out with the female you? Yes. And now, so I was going to go meet her. But instead, I just sat around. Just saying. Right. So uh, I'm just amused that there's this female you out there. Yeah. She also likes pickles, too. Well, so do I. That doesn't make me a copy of you. Many people like pickles. Ask the fine people at Clawson. Oh, Clawson pickles. The real question is, what kind of pickles do you like? Kosher dills. Good. Good. Vlasic or Clawson? Clawson. Thank you. God, Vlasic doesn't do pickles right. They're too damn sweet. Pickles pickles, should not be sugary. Yeah, pickles that you um, are able to store on a shelf without being refrigerated. (laughs) Or not. Well, actually, technically, those are pickles. (laughs) Those are more pickle than other pickles. When you pickle something, Andy, the idea is to preserve it. It should not need to be refrigerated. True. So then why do Colossum pickles have to be refrigerated? Because they taste better cold. I have no idea why. No, it seems that there's the New York City International Pickle Day Festival. Why are you Googling pickles? I got curious. Okay. There is the Midwest Beer and Cheese Festival going on here, if you want to drive five hours. The Detroit Auto Show is going on right now. Yes, it is. If you want to drive... Seven hours. Seven hours. 
pick you up on the way? I went on Wednesday. Oh, cool. How was it? It was decent. My dad and I always go, and so we play the classic games of... Um, well, it used to be find the car with the hood ornament, i.e., you know, like an actual hood ornament rather than something that's on the hood or in the grill. Right. Which basically has now just been um, delegated to Mercedes-Benz's and Mybox, which are technically Mercedes-Benz's. So Mercedes is the only one that still does the hood ornament? Yes. And that's on most of their upper class cars, like the S-Class, that sort of stuff. Right. Because you have to show off that you own a Mercedes. You don't have to. I mean, by virtue of owning a Mercedes, you are showing off that you own a Mercedes. Yes. That's just like every person in Hollywood was driving a Prius, because they have to show that they're environmentally friendly. Mmm. Side note, I put um, a dash of Molly McButter on my eggs, along with a whole lot of cheddar cheese. Molly McButter, it's like the butter substitute stuff. Okay. That with some cheddar cheese. So good. So you made an omelet. Except it's more of like a, they're on fried eggs. Okay, so it's a bad omelet. It's like a open-faced omelet. A bad omelet. But I like my yolks to be runny. Okay, so you ask for scrambled over easy. Or I could just ask for over easy, or I just do it like I was taught on a Good Eats. Yeah, where you just crack the egg into the skillet, put a lid on it, and let it sit. Yep, four minutes. Cooks the whites all the way through, leaves the yolk a little runny. Yep. Oh. You could also poach them. But that would involve boiling water. Yes. And that takes time. You mean me, me, me. I'm just saying, hey, I got good eggs in like four minutes tops. Yeah, well, more than four minutes tops because no. you have to crack the egg. Okay, so I put the... If you I'll, leave it on there for four minutes, you can't say four minutes tops. It has to be more than four. It's four minutes minimum. Okay, so I'll say five minutes tops. Cause okay. It takes me about 60 seconds to get the three eggs and into the cup. And then while that's going on, the pan is preheating. Right, so okay. five minutes. Five minutes. Three eggs. Three eggs, Perfectly cooked. Yeah. For you. Yep. So I'm not a huge fan of runny eggs, except in certain situations. Which are? Uh, let's see, there's the poached eggs on a bed of spinach. It's really had nice. Spinach in forever. Yeah. Well, well so take your, your breakfast, okay. your eggs, your fried eggs, yep. and just put like a couple spinach leaves below it. The heat from the the residual heat from the eggs will like cook the, the spinach exactly what you want. Not frozen spinach. Do not use frozen spinach for this. And then crush a little bit of garlic and put it on top. We have some diced garlic in the fridge. That would work as well. It's and then you, you sprinkle a little cheese on it. Oh my god, Andy, it's to die for. Well, we are going to have to go shopping this weekend. Get go pick spinach. up some fresh spinach. It's, it's tasty stuff. Mm. Uh, the other is a baked egg dish at this restaurant out here called Sardine. It's a restaurant called Sardine? It's a restaurant called Sardine. Do they serve sardines? I have not seen them serve sardines. You should ask them about that. I will not do so. <laughs> Oh, come on. It's not like this. You're not going to be the first person to ask him that. I, you know, Andy, I'll let you ask when you come out and visit. We'll go there for Sunday brunch before you guys head back. Just like you came out to visit me. I believe I did, actually. I never got to your apartment, but no. I have come out to your place. You came out Which is for to say Video Games Portage. Live. Yes. It's because that's where it was playing that year. Yes. So when you come out here for something. I may or may not see your apartment. But I will take you out to Sardine. Okay. Does it really bug you that much that I never came and visited your apartment? Well, it was just the fact that you're like, well, you should come out and visit me. And I'm like, like you did for me. Well, but d- did you ever offer? It's always an open, like you said, it's no, an open no, no. invitation. But, but 
there's a difference between there being an open invitation, Andy, and saying, hey, you should come out and visit. I always told everybody to come out and visit. No, you never said to me, Dave, why don't you come out and visit us? Come spend the weekend at our place. Okay. <laughs> well, my bad on that. Yeah, which is fine. I'm, I'm okay with it. Okay. I am, however, extending that invitation to you. Come out and visit us. Anyway, should we hit some topics? Sure. And get off the, the personal issues? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose there are people who might tune in to listen to that, but I think the majority of them want the topics. I suppose. So, Visual Studio, a Microsoft program to write programs, uh, is kind of moving in with the in with the the rest of Microsoft Live as it were and they've added the biggest improvement from Xbox Live since Xbox was invented which is to say achievements wait achievements for for programming and the use of visual studio now it's not actually Microsoft that's done this it's channel 9 Okay. Have it's like a little add-on you can put in for Visual Studio, and it's it's a whole list of achievements. So there's an achievement for uh, it's called interrupting cow, and it's for putting ten breakpoints in your code. But why would you want to do that if you're not sure where the bug is? Ah. Overload more than ten overloads of a method. You could go with this, or you could go with that. Now the song's playing in my head. Yep. Now you see, when I saw that headline, I thought you were talking about the guild. The guild? Uh, G-I-L-D dot com. G-I-L-D dot com. Got skills, prove it. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it started out basically as a quiz site for different stuff. Like, do you know how to program for Java? Do you know how to... Write in PHP. Yeah. Okay. But now they've got certifications and prizes and achievements and all that other fun stuff as well. So that's what I thought you were talking about until I actually clicked the link. No, but this looks really cool. I might have to waste some time here. Yeah, I've wasted some time here too. Uh, the um, certifications that I've gotten have basically been that English is my primary language. <laughs> like and, you, Not even the Excel certification, Andy? Well, the, when I first started up, they didn't have the Excel certification. Ah. Oh, come on. That's my valid password. No, it's not my valid password. What is well, my valid if, password? <laughs> if you want that. to talk about that, there's also Project Euler. I have forgotten my password. Well done. And what is Project Euler? Project Euler is a series of programming questions. Rather, they're not, they're not programming questions. They are uh, kind of theoretical, mathematical questions that can be solved with writing a program. And it's a question of, can you write this program? Can you figure out how to solve this problem and translate it into code? Oh, the Guild does that, too. There was actually a contest they had where if you were given an image, would you be able to turn all the black pixels into white pixels? That's pretty impressive. I didn't um, compete in that one because... I kind of could. I'd have to do a little bit of digging, but I could probably do it. I Actually, at one point, I did do that using... Uh, Adobe's Photoshop script. That was, man, those were the days. Learning Adobe Photoshop script. 
Are you familiar with the zone system in photography, Andy? Oh, yeah, the nine zones? I think it's ten because it's zero to nine. Okay. Uh, from black to white, that yeah. whole thing. And uh, you're supposed to compose the picture using this. Uh, basically, it's the brightness value on a scale of zero to nine. Uh, I wrote a script that would take any image and reduce it to the zone system. Not just grayscale, because a grayscale is this you know extended zone system of 255, 256 values. So it broke up the 256 into 10 groups, and then it would convert every pixel to that group. Huh. It was awful. <laughs> it, it looked terrible. <laughs> but yeah, Project Euler, I've gotten a couple of these. Some of them are really, really hard. Find the only Pythagorean triplet A, B, and C for which A plus B plus C equals 1,000. Pythagorean triplets are the ones where if you square two of them add them together, you get the third squared. Uh, gotcha. So three, four, five, yeah. a Pythagorean triplet. I do have to say there's a lot of geeky things that the math people do just to be geeky, it seems like. Like, let's find all the Pythagorean triplets. Why? Because, well, at a basic – remember, Andy, mathematics stem from philosophy, so at a basic level, you're looking at patterns of life. Here's a fun one. Find the sum of the digits in 100 factorial. Oh, geez. <clears throat> it just seems that people have to have a goal to do things. It's like well, photocracy. That's it's true. Oh. I mean, that's human nature. If you have a goal, you're going to strive to reach it. But can people just not make their own goals? Not usually. <laughs> It's just everything is turning into a game. Gamification! Hey, look at that. That's actually one of the certifications on Guild. Yeah, I was actually going to look at that when we finished here. <laughs> oh, jeez. What? What? Project Euler is for people who are way smarter than I am. Hmm. Or at least not necessarily way smarter, but have way more training in formal mathematics. And think slightly different than I do. So speaking of smart people, uh huh, Google is shutting uh-huh. down more stuff. Why is Google shutting down more stuff? I, What's Google shutting down now? Um, well, they just posted this on the 20th. Um, they are getting rid of Google Message Continuity. Continuity. Continuity, sure. Thank you. Um, they're getting rid of the Google Sky Map. They're basically open sourcing that one. So they're not really getting rid of it. They're just... <coughs> Okay. Not really doing what anything with it. What was Google Sky Map? That's not the, the, the Night Star one, is it? Yep. I love that program. Well, they're going to open source it. It was a good and useful program. If you're outside, you're like, is that a planet? Is that a star? Whip out your phone. Well, okay, so they're closing that down. Yep, giving it to Carnegie Mellon, which every time somebody calls Carnegie Mellon CMU. Yeah, part you think of, Central Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, not so much, Andy. I know. Oh, I know. Um, needle base. I've never even heard of that, but that's... Yeah, I haven't heard of most of these, but go on. Uh, picnic. I heard about that one because I was photo editing. Yep. That's getting shut down. The social graph API. Aw. Okay. And Urchin. Urchin. I vaguely remember Urchin. We talked about Urchin. Basically, it's turned into Google Analytics, and so they're saying goodbye to Urchin It's Because we have Google Analytics. Yep. Okay. So that's another part of the list of things that are getting shut down. Oh, Google. Didn't you, uh, did you actually hear about the Google didn't make their, uh, earnings for the quarter? I did not. Yeah. Did Google not make their earnings for the quarter? They their report- projected earnings? They reported a net revenue growth of 28%, but still, the after they announced that, the Google stock dropped 8%. <laughs> yeah, 8% of Google equals $17 billion. Yeah. <laughs> 
they go wow. eight, 8%, not that bad. Well, I mean, it's almost a tenth. That's actually quite a lot. Okay. But still, when you, you compare it to the actual market capitalization value of that 8% is $17 billion. Mm-hmm. That's really impressive. God, poor Google. Poor Google stock owners. Oh, darn. The rich just got a little less rich. Hey, now. Aren't you about to try and work for that company? It's on my plate. Uh-huh. Speaking of, your resume has seemed to have fallen off somewhere into nowhere. I know, but I've got, I've got some local options that I'm going with first. Ah, okay. So, Steam! What about Steam? Mass Effect 3. <laughs> oh. You tell me. Um, Mass Effect 3 is not going to be on Steam. This is BioWare. Why is BioWare being stupid? Because BioWare is owned by EA. Why is EA being stupid? Because Wait, EA... BioWare is owned by EA or it's being published by EA? No, BioWare... EA owns BioWare. Okay. So it's getting um, designed and published by EA, technically. Okay, so EA wants to use their own distribution system, yep. don't they, they? They want you to use Origin. They realize that this is going to do nothing to help them. It's just going to hurt their sales. Yep. Especially during the, the same forums where they, the same form thread that they announced this, they also had to tell everybody that Origin is not spyware, which um, most people actually think that, you know, that thing with FIFA and people were getting hacked? Yeah, they're blaming Origin. Most of, most of the time, people are thinking it's just because most of the people who did that had just signed up for an Origin account. Oh... Yeah, I had to sign up for Origin in order to uh, figure out what game I was playing Spore. or something like that. Yeah, so I had to sign up for Origin, and then all of a sudden, boom, I get hacked. Hmm. But yeah, I don't see this helping them at all. When you think of no. PC games, you think you of, think of Steam. Yeah, we said this even when we reviewed Steam. I mean, the, the, yeah, no, no, EA, bad idea. So they say that Steam has adopted a set of restrictive terms of service which limit how developers interact with customers to deliver patches and other downloadable content. I think Steam works out great for delivering patches. Yeah, it does it automatically. I know, it's great. Without working at it. God, EA. That's what the thing is, you... I don't have to interact at all with it. It just happens. Why would you be so dumb? <sighs> what about well, all the stuff that's happening with Star Wars The Old Republic? Yeah, so that that was kind of interesting, too. Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic has been out for almost a month, which means everyone who had their free month. first free month now has to decide, oh, am I going to actually start paying for this game? Uh, EA, which is to say BioWare, put out the patch earlier this week, and the, the players were not happy with the patch. At all. Blank they, loading they, screens, hot bar, buttons that didn't properly cycle, frame rate-related issues. Yeah. Something going on with PvP? It destroyed high-end PvP. Patch the game so daily and weekly mission objectives now require killing players of an opposite faction. And since there's less Republic than there is... <coughs> Empire. Empire. Sith, whatever. Yeah, so they didn't think this patch through. And it's been a slaughter, and people were pissed. They hot patched, they, they hot fixed it. They added a second patch, um, which didn't really fix the issues. So players are now looking at this saying, like, if this is what I can expect, why would I want to pay money? 
I, I don't know. That, that It honestly reminds me of sometimes when it was in WoW and some of those neutral zones that were just taken over, especially during times where you'd kill other people to get items and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wait, that was only in Arathi, not Arathi, uh, Alterac Valley, AV. Well, it's still, it happened in AV, where you would just jump into a, a zone that was basically completely... It was a slaughter. Yeah, so you'd... <laughs> You'd come in, you'd be dead. You're like, well, great, I'm not going to do this anymore. And then you'd leave, right. and then you'd sign up for AV again. But since it's the only game that's going on at the moment... Yeah, they've actually managed to fix that pretty well. I know, because they're doing everything cross-server. Cross-server. But yes, it... <laughs> like, oh, oops. It's like, really? I... Oh. Thank God for cross-server stuff, actually. I know, because it, it makes things... I'm on a low-pop server. There, we don't think we have enough people to run AV... Well, AV is not what it used to be. I'll give you that much. No, no, no. It's over in like 20 minutes. Oh, I still remember. Two hours. Six battles. hour marathons. Oh. Um, so they're saying we're sorry. Don't go. Yeah, so, so Bioware came back to Old Republic. Bioware went like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, no, don't leave. Honest, we've got cool stuff coming down the pipes. We're really, we're working on this shit. And they posted a, a quick video of like, here's the stuff that's coming up. Things like guild banks. So things that PvP rankings, user yeah. interface customization, those sound oddly familiar. Cheat, like what you expect to find in a fully developed MMO. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I, we did report that Old Republic had over 1 million users in its first month. I'm expecting to watch that number dwindle. We'll see what happens with that. Yep. Someone told me that for Guild Wars 2, uh, a lot of the comments on forums are being like, 2012, the year of the end of the world of Warcraft. And I'm saying, like, really, if Star Wars couldn't do this, you think Guild Wars will? Was that from Mo? No, it wasn't from Mo. Oh. Although Mo, I'm sure, would say, yes, Guild Wars 2 is going to obliterate WoW. You probably could ask him. He's probably up by now. That's 11.30 there. Yeah. So speaking of games getting taken down... Yes. Also speaking what of EA... God, we is, it's a bad week for EA. So there was a game on Facebook called Baking Life. It had, uh, on is August this, 2010, had about 6.7... You said EA, so who's running this? PopCap. Okay. Baking Life sounds vaguely Zynga-ish. Well, it actually... Okay, so it's run by EA PopCap, but it's actually originally from Zip Zap Play, right? So okay. Zip Zap Play was bought by PopCap, which who then was bought by EA. So anyway... Go, go on. It was at 6.7 million active users on August 2010. Now it's down to about 760,000. So still three quarters of a million active users and 100,000 daily active users. They're going to shut it down. Well, when you look at that chart, that, that is a pretty, well, except they don't start the chart at zero, so it's hard to say. And it's interesting that they're shutting it down. I wonder why. Well, what they said was, unfortunately, we have to make a very difficult decision to shut down the game. The Baking Life player numbers have dropped in such a way that Baking Life is no longer performing well enough to justify continued support. As such, we are reallocating resources to games that we are developing for future release. Uh, See, this is the problem of one big company. 
they they don't want to sit there and take the risk. Because still, like, I'm thinking most games, if they have 100,000 daily active users and... I'd love to have 100,000 listeners on a daily basis. Yeah. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Three quarters of a million active users still playing the game? Every month? Yeah. That sounds like decent numbers, but... According to EA, who's most likely looking at spreadsheets. Not going to happen. No. What the really sad thing, though, is once the game is done, basically anything that person got for the game and, you know, like virtual currency for the game. Gone. It's all going to be gone. Which. Well, wait, but didn't Facebook institute like a Facebook currency? Most likely, but is that. Couldn't, would it be? They, well, I everything have not, is run through the Facebook currency now. I have not played this game, so I don't know if it. Well, it's still like the. Um, I was playing CSI Investigations or something like that, right? Okay. You could use the Facebook credits to buy the Ubisoft credits, which then you would spend for items in the game. That's what I use my free Facebook credits on. Mm -hmm. But still, it was you had to buy the Ubisoft credits. Hmm. So I'm thinking somebody just plopped down a whole bunch of cash, you know, for virtual cooking hats or something, and now um, they have to use it up by the 31st. Yep. Sucks for them, I guess. That's the thing is when you when you have games in the cloud, if the game goes, if the, if the company goes kaput. Yeah, well, you know, as we're sitting here spouting the uh, virtues of Steam, we got to be careful what we say here. <laughs> we can't, on the one hand, say, "Oh my God, Steam and digital distribution," and on the other hand, say, uh, if the company goes bankrupt, we're fucked." Yeah, if Valve goes under, we're screwed. Yeah, I mean, I'm losing. But, but you can I still. There's still how many games I'm losing. Well, you're, you could still play them in offline mode. Yeah, but if Valve goes under, I can't download them anymore. I can't replace them. True, you can't replace them. There is no physical copy. Right. But you still, if Valve goes under, you'd still be able to play what's on your computer. You will no I, longer I be able to play Baking Life after the 31st. No one will. It will I not, if, it will cease to exist. if we emailed Gabe Newell and said, hey, uh, what, what are your plans on the, the very slim off chance that Valve actually goes kaput. Something terrible and catastrophic happens and you can no longer support the company or the distribution service. What's going to happen? Alright, Dave, so what I need you to do... Well, it's, it's Gabe at Valve.com, isn't it? I do believe so. Compose. <laughs> you, you know, you don't have to do it right now. We are in the middle of recording a podcast. But that's not stopping okay. you, is it? Because I can hear your keyboard still going. I'll pause there. I okay. have a, a beginning... So, um, what else do we got video game-wise? Pac-Man's perfect record. So, it's not a perfect record, but it's a perfect game of Pac-Man. So, then it's the perfect score. Yeah, so, well, but he did it in record time. Oh, okay, so it's not only, um... It's two amazing events together. Hang on one second. So, it's two events together. It's a perfect game, which only a, like a couple dozen of these have ever been performed. You have to get the score of 3,333,360. And it was in record time. A minute faster than his old one. Jeez, oh, Pete. Three hours. And you have to do it on an original stand-up Pac-Man arcade machine? God, standing yes. in front of the machine for three hours? Three hours. Now, so the, the way this happens, right, you have to get every pill clearly because that's pac-man yeah you have to get every fruit you have to get all four ghosts with every power pill you need to get all four power pills with all four ghosts and keep in mind that as the game progresses they eventually don't turn blue anymore when you get the power pill 
So up until that point, when it gets less and less time, you have to get all of the ghosts. You can't miss anything. You can't die. And then in the final split screen level, after you've rolled over the game, there are, I think it's like 25 pills on the left and 9 on the right, or it's something like that. And the, the nine pills on the right, because you've corrupted the game's memory, reset every time you die. <laughs> so on the split screen level, where you can't see the pills because the screen has gone kablooey, you get all but one on the left, you go get the nine on the right, and then you suicide. And you do this for as many lives as you've accumulated, because you keep getting all these extra lives because you've never died. Yeah. And every time you go and get those nine pills, and then you run into a ghost, and you get the nine pills and you run into a ghost. It is an insane accomplishment. The number of people who have done it, you can probably count on one hand. Oh, probably more than one hand, but I'd say your hands and toes, you could probably get them. God, that's crazy. Playing a perfect game of Pac-Man. Generally, if you're going to do it, you you don't cheat, but you there's a, a place in the map where you can actually hide Pac-Man for a while. Yeah, I remember we talked about that when Pac-Man was supposed to be one of the... Uh, Omega Knot games? Yeah. Yeah, so you can actually hide Pac-Man and you can take a break and go to the bathroom, stretch, come back. Uh, not if you're going for the time record. No. Yeah, you have to do it in three hours and 30... Three hours, 33 Treatment. minutes, and 1.4 seconds? Well, 12.69 is what he did. Okay. So 12.68 seconds would be a new record. But good luck with that. Yeah. I can't get past, like, the fourth level of Pac-Man. And I know, like, I even know how most of the ghosts act. Yeah. And I still can't beat Pac-Man. <laughs> like, I know the red ghost will always take the direct path to the square directly in front of where Pac-Man is facing. I know that you corner faster than the ghosts do. Yeah. I know that one ghost is, uh, it always goes towards the square between the square of one ghost's destination and something else on the screen. Now, Miss Pac-Man, that's a whole different story. That was- yeah, they, they completely screwed with that algorithm. Yeah. Pac-Man three is- hours, 33 minutes of Pac-Man and getting a perfect game. <sighs> that's, it's ridiculous. You can watch... If you have three hours to kill. On recordsetter.com. If you have three hours to kill. If you have three hours to kill. If you have two hours to kill, you could watch the, it's not actually one of our topics, but the uh, Star Wars Uncut. Remember we talked about that at all? No. Oh. um, Oh, is this the fan? The fan created Star Wars 15 seconds at a time. Yep. Which I find, it's a little annoying because they sometimes cut mid-shot. Yep, but if you're going to do 15 seconds, you do 15 seconds. I... I think it's cute. I think it's a fantastic. It's cute, but it's brilliant. It it's needs creative. to be edited better. It needs to be edited together better. Where okay, some of them are more than fifteen seconds. Some of them are not, but still, like, just do it per shot. If it's not fifteen seconds exactly, okay, just then do um, from this shot to this shot. So it will flow better. Okay. I know, a fan-created film flowing, to, uh, nah. right? Crowdsourcing and flowing together, not so much. Um, if we're going to talk about things that aren't posted, there's a new Super Mario Brothers crossover trailer. What? You remember about a year ago we talked about a Flash game called Super Mario Brothers crossover? Sure. Uh, where you could play as, like, Link or Samus or Bill from Contra or, uh, Ryu from Strider. Yep. Not Strider, uh, Ninja Gaiden. Well, the guy who did that has been working for the last year on improving it, and he's coming out with version 2. Ah. With, like, ten characters, 
um, and the ability to mix and match between NES, SNES, and Game Boy graphics and sounds, and it's amazing. Totally looks like it will be a waste of my time. Most likely. It would be like a time waster. Not the, oh, I should never have done this, the, oh god, I can't believe I just spent two hours doing this. So speaking of things that are on the topics list, though. Oh, wait, one more, still- one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Because <sighs> we're talking about long videos of watching people do stuff. Yes. There is a video on YouTube of the Bit Brigade is a band. Uh, and it, it's a guy doing a speed run of Mega Man 2 almost flawlessly. Like, he just goes right through the game. And the band is playing the soundtrack. <laughs> it's amazing. Hey, while you're on YouTube... Yep. Just get a nice pair of headphones, put them on, get some Etta James, at last. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. do yourself a favor. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. She's the only one who could do that song like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> okay, back to topics. All right. So, we know that the Xbox 360 got updated, right? Yes. Did you know there was a problem with videos? No. <laughs> Neither did I until uh, Major Nelson finally said, yes, we realize there's a problem with the videos. So it seems that the videos are having color issues. Like they did some limiting to an RGB scale or something like that, so all blacks are actually just gray. Huh. So yeah. This is on video playback. Yes. Ah, why why is an ad playing? What website are you on? The TG Daily. I do not have any ads playing. Well, go hover over where it says 1080p. Just move the mouse past it. Oh, I might. It might be because I have ad blocker on. Ah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Doing those as links is one thing. Doing those as videos is something else. I am not happy. My apologies for that. Then I. <clears throat> that's fine. You've ad blocker. You didn't know. Yeah. Okay. So they screwed up their video. But it's not only that. Um, what they haven't okay. commented on yet is the fact that um, if you watch any video, i.e. Hulu or Netflix, on your Xbox, yeah, maximum playback output is limited to 720. Okay. But if you bought the same TV show or movie from the Zune Marketplace... It's 1080. It's 1080. That's a little underhanded. Which Do they, you think that was intentional? Nobody knows because ev- Microsoft says yes. We realize there's a video playback problem, but they have they just haven't said anything about the whole 720 1080p issue. Mm. So people don't know if they're just grouping them together or if this was on purpose just to make sure people would you know spend money on the Zune marketplace rather than Netflix or Hulu. Side note: I still really don't like the layout of the new dashboard. I don't either. That and the fact that it says, hey, use these new apps for your Xbox. I'm like... Yeah, the fact that it takes me more than, like, two clicks to play the game that I want to play, not good. (sighs) Again, Steam. Simple solution. Yes, but I'm able to play high-quality graphics on my Xbox 360. My laptop, not so much. I did that on purpose, though. As we have talked about how Spore would, you know, shut my laptop off due to overheating. Right. I now have it sitting on top of I have it sitting on top of an external fan and now a couple of Coke twenty ouncer caps to keep it raised entirely up off the table. Time for a desktop. Well, I have a case, but I just don't see the need for a desktop if my laptop is doing... It's overheating when you're trying to play three-year-old games. Okay, so I don't play video games. Oh, on the PC. Oh, darn. Yep. I hope it can handle Horde. I, uh, Brendan already asked me about that, and I said it would be a waste of time. It would be a waste of time? Yeah. Why? 
Well, buying it for me, I most likely will not play it. My, the time that I play video games does not coordinate with, it seems, anybody else. What time do you play video games? Normally in the morning, when I first get up. Well, no, because the rest of us are at work. Or sleeping. on the. We- I normally do it on the weekends. The weekends when I get up is when I... Play games. Yes. Okay. Which it seems nobody else does that on a Saturday morning. Well, we we tend to sleep in on a Saturday morning. You see, I can't sleep in. Well, I got back difficult. home from curling at ten o'clock last night. Side note: I was on the ice from six thirty until ten. Oh, cool! Helping people learn how to curl, so I didn't actually curl at all. I was just oh, standing on the ice for three and a half hours, which is good though because we might have our Friday league, which I'm actually not participating in. Um, but our Friday league might actually have sixteen teams, which would be awesome. Cool. So Okay, so anyways. We've run out of uh, video game topics. Have we? Yes. Okay. Then we could move on to uh, Sopa and Piper. Yes. So as we talked about last week. Oh, no, we, we have one more gaming topic. We do? DARPA. Oh, I missed that. Sorry, I yeah. was thinking when, you saw, when I saw DARPA, I thought technology, not gaming. Well, it's, it's a crossover between tech and gaming. Okay. Because DARPA, you know, the the defense research. We actually have another DARPA topic on the list. We have two DARPA topics? Yeah, it's the one right above it. Oh, the The plant plant DNA. DNA. Yeah, we'll we'll get that to in a second. Okay. So DARPA uh, designs, among other things, weapon systems. Well, of course. Amazingly, since, you know, it's part of the military. Yeah. Uh, The coding in these weapon systems is huge. Thousands and thousands of lines of code. Millions of lines of code. And it, it's very difficult to debug, as it were, and to run through and test it. Yeah, it's just like the when we talked about the bugs in car codes. So what they have decided to do, they're offering money if you can do this, or rather they're offering money to help you develop how to do this. Four years, $32 million program. Turning code into a game. And this is going back to gamification. <laughs> That players will go through these levels, and in doing so, will be testing code. Uh, okay, I've gone, I've created programs, and I've tested programs, debugged my programs. I don't see how you could turn that into a game. Yeah, I'm not sure. But DARPA's offering $32 million to help you do it. Uh, it uh... I'm just waiting for, like, EA to jump on this. Oh, and you know, uh, oh, this could be an extension. You know how PlayStation is having their uh, online show, quote unquote, about uh, I want to be Testers. a game tester. Yeah, just attack this onto there. Want to be a game tester and play games to debug code? <laughs> Ow! I can't believe they're running a third season of that show. I I don't know why they're doing that. I can't believe they actually got people to sign up. Because people don't know exactly what game testers do. They think, oh, I just get to sit around and play games all day. Yeah, I get to play video games all day. I I was naive once, too. Well, yeah, what you got to do, if anybody who wants to be a video game tester, go read the Trenches comic. Literally, trenchescomic.com, and there are anonymous stories stories by QA game testers underneath the comics. Read some of those, and you will realize... This is not a fun environment. No. No, it's not. And most likely, as soon as the game is shipped, you're out of a job. Yep. You're working most likely minimum wage, maybe 10 bucks an hour, 80 hours a week. Although I've, I, I believe I heard that Seattle, or rather Washington State, has raised their minimum wage again. Oh, well, that should be good then. Yep, should we be, are. It should be far, better. I don't even know what the minimum wage is in my state. 
All right, Dave, 30 seconds of Googling. <sighs> See, when I do this on my own initiative, you yell at me. <laughs> Wisconsin minimum wage, seven twenty-five an hour. I think that's lower than Michigan. Oh, list of minimum wages. Let's see what it says. Michigan, seven forty an hour. Yep. Wisconsin's is the same as the federal minimum wage. Michigan's is higher. Yep. Yeah. The two sixty-five for tipped employees. Washington State is nine dollars and four cents. Who is the highest right now? Wyoming uh, that might be Washington State. Wyoming is at five dollars and fifteen cents. Ouch. Well, yeah, Washington State is at nine dollars. Yeah, and four cents. Yeah. Oregon is eight eight eighty. How is Wyoming at five fifteen if the federal minimum wage is at seven twenty five? I don't know because they might be able to overrule the federal with a local law. American Samoa has two dollars and sixty eight cents. Woo! Michigan is seven forty now. I know. Good for you guys. San Francisco is at ten dollars and twenty four cents. Jeez. So anyway. So yeah, DARPA yeah. wants to somehow create a game out of nothing, basically. Yeah. And they want to use plant DNA to weed out counterfeit parts. Counterfeit parts? Yeah. Or, um, yeah, basically counterfeits. So they would basically take plant DNA yeah. and put it on legitimate parts. Uh-huh. Since the error rate for false positive using plant DNA is one in one trillion. You'd know what you've got. Yeah, you'd know that what you have. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Like, plant DNA. Okay, yeah, human DNA, it's unique. So should plant DNA, most likely. And then you don't have to harvest humans, you know, to make sure that your bolts are... What parts would they be putting this on, though? Um, they say uh, DNA-marked coding can be applied to just about anything, from circuit boards to microchips to routers. Okay. I mean, that. I guess that's an interesting path. I thought it was cool. <laughs> It is cool. I'm just not sure how effective it would be. I mean, do you really, like, who's going to test it? Best Buy, when they pick it up off the truck, are they going to test the DNA and be like, yes, this is well, authentic? This is, we did, this is for have. military grade hardware and stuff. Ah. So the U.S. government will test it. Said so the uh, single instance of counterfeiting cost the Missile Defense Agency $4 million last year. What counterfeits is the U.S. military buying? I don't know. Bonus wares have been Gucci found. Gucci bags off of New York streets? They found in dozens of military, including Lockheed Martin's C-130J transport plane and a Boeing PA Poseidon Maritime Patrol aircraft. They're buying fake planes? I think the chips in the planes. So they're 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 getting I I'm I'm just kind of like why? I'm guessing the US government needs to try and fi- uh, fight counterfeiters. And so okay. they're going to do it with plant DNA. We could do this with money too. Dude. It would really suck if someone, you know, got a offshoot of whatever plant that they end up using. <laughs> so um Counterfeiters, instead of, you know, getting artists who are able to engrave uh, plates and everything, you get biochemists who are able to grow plants. Well, but you'd have to get, like, a leaf or a cell culture from this one plant. (laughs) You're going to try and counterfeit the anti-counterfeit measures? Yep. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. Oh, Andy, that's what counterfeiting is. (laughs) Okay. Sopa, Piper. Speaking of counterfeiting. So, um, supposedly, last Wednesday we talked about how Reddit was going to go black. And they did. So did Wikipedia. And Google put a black block over their logo. 
Firefox was doing stuff. Supposedly, this is completely unverified right now, but supposedly 75,000 web pages were installed some sort of blackout. Yes. Yeah. Now, this ranges from things as large as Google down to people's individual Facebook pages, but still, yeah. 75,000 is a... That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. And it, w- what's more impressive to me is it was actually heard. I know. And acted upon. The Senate has pulled PIPA, and the House subcommittee has pulled SOPA. Tons of companies that had previously supported both of them are now saying, uh, based on public opinion, we are actually changing our stance. We no longer think that this is a good idea. Certain objections have been brought to our attention. I just love how there were also people like physically protesting on Wednesday as well. Yep. In the Occupy sense. Yeah. We are 99% sure SOPA's a bad idea. Oh, that was harsh. Okay, so I'm reading about the actual uh, the article on Wire that says, Don't declare victory yet. One of the guys from the RIAA posted on his Twitter feed, After Wikipedia blackout, which he misspelled black route, yeah. somewhere a student today is doing original research and getting his slash her facts straight. Perish the thought. Yep. Well, there were tons of jokes about that. Yeah. That like, oh my god, Facebook is shutting down. Productivity is going to go through the roof. Facebook really didn't shut down, though. It just No, they didn't. But if they had, like, we would have gotten more done in that one day than people get done in a week. So it's not officially dead yet. They just pulled the votes. So Right, and it could come back in, like, a month. Yeah. But the, the chances are that it's gone for this electoral year. You're right, because now that it, people are all... That's, oh. Especially House voters. It's like, okay, they get elected. The first year, they get their ducks in a row. And then the second year, they work on getting reelected. It's, politicians are just worried about getting their job back, which is understandable. You know, people want to keep their jobs. but Right. So we'll, we'll keep our eyes and ears on both of these, let you know what's what. So speaking of getting um, taken down, Mega Upload. Removed by the Department of Justice. This was like the biggest file, single file sharing site. This was like the Napster of modern times. It was a huge file sharing site, and it has been brought down. Yeah. 4chan, the primary user of Mega Upload, has gone nuts. <laughs> Anonymous, stationed in 4chan, has attacked the RIAA, the MPAA, and the Department of Justice's websites and brought them down. Not only that, but they were attacking, like, Universal Music Group, the European version of the Copyright Office. They were just going after everybody. And how they were doing it was a little underhanded. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a thing out there called the Low Orbiting Ion Cannon. That people at the height of Anonymous said, like, oh, this is so cool, I get to be part of this. Well, this originally was actually set up just so people could stress test their own websites. It was originally brought for a good purpose and then turned evil. No, no, no. The the low-orbiting ion cannon? Yeah, it was originally set up as a stress test. When? When it it was originally invented. Okay. Because I remember it being used a while ago by Anonymous, uh, back when they started attacking the Church of Scientology. And it was, install this on your computer and you can help us out. Like, they said exactly what it did, which was, turns your computer into a bot. But it was originally developed by Praytex Technologies and then later released into public domain. And after that, then Anonymous went, whoa. <laughs> hey, we can use this. Yes, we can. So yeah, it was originally a network stress test. Okay. Then got turned evil. Yep. So evil now that people actually writ 
uh, JavaScript versions, and they were passing around links on Twitter and stuff saying, hey, click he- this. Yeah, help out. Here's how to help out with anonymous attacking the other websites. The Department of Justice. Yeah. Right, because that's really what I want to do. Or even just uh, links to some people posted the links as something as almost like a news story. They were just masquerading it as this. So it's like, oh, hey, news on the attacks. Well, what it did is opened up another tab and then basically turned your computer into part of a botnet without your uh, agreeing Knowledge to or it. consent. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's not um, too good. No, no, not at all. But actually, currently, as we speak, Universal Music Group's website is down. Yeah. Okay. Apple textbooks and AT&T raising rates, because I think we got to wrap this up. What time is it? I haven't even been keeping... Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, Yeah. Apple uh, wants to create... Well, they just released iBooks 2, which is introducing textbooks into iBooks. And they also introduced an application to help people develop their own textbooks called iBooks Author. The only problem is, technically, in the EULA of iBooks Author, any book that you create is actually property of Apple. Oh, that's not so good. No. Damn it, Apple. Why do you have to be so friggin' evil? Mm. But supposedly this was like Steve Jobs, one of Steve Jobs' final like vocal goals was to yeah, put well, textbooks. Yeah, well, that would make sense. Yeah. Not just make textbooks, but make other people write textbooks that they would then own. Yeah. And uh, Apple, or sorry, AT&T has decided to raise their rates for data plans. Okay. The bottom tier will go from $15 to $20, although you get... Ooh, 300 megabytes now. Oh, a whole 300 megabytes. I know. The second tier goes up to $30, and you get 3 gigabytes now. Wow. And the high end is now $50 for 5 gigabytes. So all those people on Apple iPhones. <laughs> but the, the existing customers can keep your current plans. Yep, but now they're locked into it because they can never change. Yeah. Yay, AT&T. Sons of... I mean, um... Yeah. Also, they increased their tablet data plan, too. Of course they did. Three gigabytes for $30 a month, and now there's a new higher-end plan that offers five gigabytes for $50 a month. Yeah, of course they raised it. So... Because their infrastructure can't handle it, because they don't have the money to invest in it, because they're idiots. So they limit people economically, like we talked about with, uh, what was it, Rogers up in Canada? Mm. Talked about it two weeks ago where they were getting rid of their uh, throttling, but then putting in economic tiering systems. Right, right. So, Okay. Also, Taco, Taco Bell um, oh, is offering Taco breakfast Bell. now. So are they just open 24 hours now? I don't know, but they're going to be offering breakfast. I don't know if I want to... And- <laughs> ham and stuff in a burrito. Uh, let's see. I mean, breakfast burritos are pretty tasty. Yeah. The first meal option will offer Cinnabon Delights, breakfast burritos, Johnsonville sausage and egg wraps, Tropicana orange juice, Seattle's Bells coffee, and more. Okay. So, yeah, it's breakfast burritos. Breakfast burrito. From which are quite tasty. Taco Bell. Yes. Gotcha. Don't knock it till you try it. Well, as soon as they get breakfast, I'll try it, and then I'll okay. let you know. Good. So, random review. Yes. I finished my book, Extra Lives, Why Video Games Matter, by Tom Bissell, which... Um, Didn't we review this one already? Nope. I had okay. talked about it. Ah. But this is my official stance on the book, because now I have officially finished it. The official review. Um, he doesn't really talk about 
when he when when you have the subtext why video games matter, he doesn't really talk about why they matter. No, <laughs> he he mostly just talks about it's sort of biopic where he talks about his previous experiences with games and why games are the way they are and he muses on some other things about gta and the parallels between this and the other thing and he talks to he talks to people at bioware about mass effect he talks to cliffy b he talks to the creator of braid about why braid is the way it is okay but it's more of just extra lives. It should be just like musings on video games. <laughs> if it had been titled that, would you have a more positive review on it? If it was titled that, I'm not sure if I would have picked it up. It, but it, it was a misleading title. Yes. Okay. Because he doesn't talk about why they matter. He talks about what's good and what's not good with video games. But it's not, why do they matter to you and I? That okay. doesn't really get brought up. So what I need you to do, Andy, yes, is start writing letters to various publishers and game designers. Okay. Particularly influential ones. <laughs> okay. Start gathering information about why video games matter. And then put out another book. And write a book. <laughs> What's really funny, though, is most of the reviews are there. People are, who really like the book and... I don't understand why they would. I don't know. Because it is interesting. It, it was really funny at one point where he actually brought up the um, the Termier series. Temeraire. Temeraire, sorry. This is at least how I'm interpreting it. I, I, it's a funky word. But anyway, that book series he actually brought up. Really? Yeah, for a second there. He was talking about how he compared video games to taking a, a series and then putting a twist on it. Okay. So, i.e. the Napoleonic Wars. With dragons. With dragons. Now, I'm on book three, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. Kate's still on book two. Yeah. So once she gets done with book two, then I will move to book two. And I will be on book four. And she will be on three, and we will go from there. Yes. <laughs> but... Yeah, it it was an interesting read. If you just want to see what people's what his thoughts are, he's he's a decent writer. It is entertaining to read, but the book really doesn't go anywhere. So it's a good read. It's just misleading. Yes, the title is misleading. Yes. Okay. I was expecting something different from what I got. You were expecting something kind of more uh, eye opening, and yeah. oh, this makes a lot of sense. And but he talks about things like like why video games are not art or what could be considered an art video game which he points out braid would be one why does everyone point out braid i don't know i should really go and play braid you haven't played braid i haven't played braid you should probably play braid at some point it's i saw it it didn't look all that exciting oh it's quite a puzzle plat it it's a serious puzzle platformer okay like i almost broke down and had to find facts about how to get past some <laughs> and when i have to break down and look at facts see whenever you say break down i, I imagine break down in tears and so i'm just really <laughs> amused at that it's sometimes it gets to that point where i'm just staring at the screen going ah. But yeah, it's it's an interesting game. Okay. But yeah, the book talks about that. It talks about Gears of War. It talks about how Cliffy B actually almost transposes himself into the game. Yep. So it is interesting. And he also, he's still writing. He's actually originally from Escanaba, so. Northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually started reading some more of his articles. Like he talked about, uh, he wrote huge long article about uh, the evolution of Madden and how Madden, how the Madden is looking in the future and how Madden works today. Like he actually sure. sat down and chatted with John Madden for a bit. Cool. So he's a good author. Yep. Just like I said, the book doesn't go anywhere. Right. So random topic. Random topic. Speaking of going somewhere. <laughs> 
Zahan's question. What is your favorite grade of maple syrup? Now, let me say, before um, 2007, I do believe, or 2006, whenever I actually hung out with Hans up at MSU during the summer when I had my internship up at WLNS-TV, I did not know there were more than one grade of maple syrup. Really? Yeah. I just, I looked at, I go to Myers. You, you go like, to Meyer and you're like, there's maple syrup. But yeah. In fact, most of the time you go to Myers and you look and there's maple flavored syrup. Yeah. I buy the Aunt Jemima. Because I find it hilarious that you maple flavored syrup. You just pour it out of the top of her head. Yeah, so that's not even actually maple syrup. No, which I didn't know about that until we were having spaghetti and for dessert. He had me sample different, different maple syrups. Yeah, he had like a whole like tasting set of maple syrups. Oh man! And he wanted to see what my thought was for different. It's like, oh, there's this type, or there's this type, or this grade, and this grade, and this grade, and I'm just. See, I I grew up on like Michigan maple syrup. Ah, so the Aunt Jemima log cabin crap. I, I can't stand it. Laura and I keep two things of maple syrup: one for her, which is like the you know maple flavored syrup, and then one for me. And the really sad thing is, mine costs twice as much as hers, but it's like a third of the volume. <laughs> So, as far as favorite grade of maple syrup, I found out I was normally between an A and a B, which is more of the extra, or sorry, the light to the medium grade. Yeah, I'm not sure where I'd have to put myself. It's been, it, the darker it is, the more molassy it yeah. is, right? Yes. So, I'd probably tend towards the, the lighter grades, the, the A's and B's, just because I'm not a fan of molasses. But yeah, that's that was what I found was we were testing those and I'm mm. yeah. But yeah, like actual maple syrup, very very different than maple flavored syrup. Yes, I don't even know what the heck is in Aunt Jemima. I'm honestly just <laughs> sugar. Yeah, give me two seconds. I'm gonna grab it out of the fridge just to see what the first go go is. go get it. Ingredients: high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Followed by regular corn syrup. Yep. Then water. Sugar, sugar, and water. Yep. That is maple syrup. There's some molasses. Oh, I'm sorry. That is maple flavored syrup. Yeah, the molasses is in there for coloring. Laura's pointing out that log cabin doesn't have uh, high fructose corn syrup. Just regular corn syrup. Ah. Oh, it smells so good. But oh man, yeah. This. Go make yourself waffles and drop your maple flavored syrup on it. I feel like it's going to be like you, where once you have it and you have it on hand, you're not going to be able to, you know, go anywhere else and have syrup. And I want to, if the need arises, go to... Oh, you're, you're bringing this back to the bank? No, no. I'm just saying, like, if I go to Denny's, granted, yeah. normally when I go to Denny's, I get the Grand Slam of meat, 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 and hash browns. Which maple syrup actually still goes with? Hash browns? Yeah, well, I, and the meat, 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 meat. You've never dipped the meat in maple syrup? I have not. I should try that next time. Yeah, the, like the, the little so. sausage link? Yeah. Dip that in maple syrup. All right, I'll do you it. You will thank time. me. Okay. Laura says dip your bacon in it, and you'll thank her. <laughs> well, I've got bacon here. Granted, I only have Mrs. Butterworth, so. That would work. Ish. No, it, it would work. Okay. Andy, maple-flavored bacon. Come on. It's not new. <laughs> no, it's not new at all. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, yeah I, no, like I said, it's, so you want to be able to? Well, but I do. Like I can stand the non maple syrup, maple syrup. It's just maple syrup is better. <sighs> All 
All right, I'm going to have to do it next time we go shopping. I'll break Get down. Get actual maple syrup? Yeah. Instead of maple-flavored syrup? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're in Michigan. You have no excuse. <laughs> I should just start growing my own maple trees. Right. You have the perfect climate. That is one of the two things I'd want to do if I ever go up to Vermont. Get actual Vermont maple syrup and go to the Vermont teddy bear store. Not Vermont cheddar cheese? I don't know, maybe. Depends on how sharp the cheddar is. Ah. Uh, not a fan of sharp cheeses. Okay. They do you like cheese mouth. popcorn? Uh, maybe. Okay, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, normally I think there, there, we actually have a tin of popcorn, like one of those three-piece tins. Yeah. Of the cheese, the caramel, and the regular popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Normally, Kate eats all the cheese popcorn. Okay. So I don't really... So Kate likes cheese popcorn. Yes. Yes, she does. Okay. Good to know. All right. All right. We're done. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.